This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Good, good day, listeners. What a joy to be with you again today. Welcome back. We spoke already the first time uh, last week in December, the first time, and this is now the second week in December. Still the end of the year, um, mm. exciting time of the year, but a busy time of the year. Yes, yes, and um, the builders are going to stop building very soon, and everybody's going to start on their holidays and their holiday journeys. Mm-hmm. Um, the schools are going to, uh, about to be closed mm. in this week, and... Um, People are going to start traveling to family. Um, so there is lots of movement, Suki, and a mm. lot of things happening in families mm. and uh, around mm-hmm. the season. Mm-hmm. And some people call it the silly season mm. because um, there are all sorts of things happening. We're excited. It's holiday. We're going to be together. But with that, us in this program called Into Me See, a program about intimacy, we, are, we want to be real about the reality of this time. Mm. It's not only mm. an exciting time and we're all looking forward to being away and we're tired, right? That's mm. another thing. Mm. We're tired. Mm. It's the mm. end of the year. So many things have been happening and with the pandemic going on and continuing until this time that's still with us, we're tired, right? Yeah, yeah. exhausted, so mm. again, um, mm. fatigued. Mm. Um, I mean, the pandemic has definitely made us very tired mm. and uh, challenging. And, and all the stresses, mm, eh? And we're going through so many stresses, uh, end-of-year stresses. Mm. I, I can't imagine people that are in jobs that need to finish off and they've got all these deadlines and papers that need teachers that need to mark metric papers and mm, uh, mm. mark other papers, exams. Mm. And load shedding, Frederick. Yeah. I find that's something that had added so much to our stress this year, mm, hey? Mm. Especially when you need to do things and you really need electricity and you don't have it. Yeah. And yeah. everything needs to be worked around that. I've mm. been listening to lots of friends, how I didn't fix people, one person with a bakery and uh, you know, uh, f- mm. for everyone it's on a different level and even even for us in recovery and doing online Zoom meetings, yes. um, so many of our members are just not able to meet. Yeah. And mm-hmm. and or, and or then they try and go in on their phones and then the cell phone towers are off and oh, it's just a mess. Mm. <laughs> so we're tired of all these things. And of course, that also affects um, a lot of struggles r- about addiction, right? Mm. Mm. So it's wonderful, wonderful to have uh, Uncle or Um Louis with us today. Mm. And uh, he's uh, been in recovery for 50 years uh, from in AA. And what is so astounding for me and so important for me, uh, Suki and Um Louis, is that even though you are free from the alcohol and the addiction to alcohol, you still attend meetings. Um, that's <laughs> wonderful. Thank you so much, uh, Uncle Louis, for, for joining us this, uh, this, off, this evening. And a very, very welcome from our side. Thank you very much. Mm. So, um, Louis, you said to us before the program started, uh, to people in, just tell us that part again about to the Afrikaans people of Pretoria North, you are Um, Louis and the others? And uh, no, 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 my, my black friends call me Uncle Louis and uh, my Afri- white friends, so-called white friends call me Um, Louis in Afrikaans and then my Natal friends call me Um. 
And so just to tell the listeners, we don't always name pe- uh, mention people's ages, but I think you told me your age. Do you mind saying that on the air? No, I don't mind. I'm 86 years of age. I was 36 when I came into recovery. Wow. Mm. Tell us I'm more about that. And I'm doing well. Mm. I still attend at least two meetings. I have two groups that I am active in. And um, and yes, and this kind of thing I get called from, you know, I do 12-step work as well. Mm. I had somebody coming to see me only last week. So you're a sponsor, and, uh, right? And not particularly, just a 12-step call, and then we decide on who he wants us to sponsor. Mm. Mm. And then I have a few um, other people that I am also, have a, a service group in my church called on dependency, and there I have a few people that I'm working with. Mm. I was in a, in, a, in, a, in a vegetable shop this morning, and I, a lady came up and grabbed me and hugged me, and my wife said to me, what are you doing? <laughs> Who's this one lady? of those girls. <laughs> <laughs> so she said, I'm just saying hello to my dad, that's all. Wow. So, uh, uh, five uh. years ago, she was in the Irish Straits, and I'll tell you, you can't find a happier person now. Wow. Mm. The power of recovery, eh? Hey? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and that's not... Uh, She's she's in Alan on at the moment. Mm, mm, Excuse mm. me, <coughs> yeah. uh, Uncle, Uncle Louis. How can you how can you possibly stay away from people like that? I'm yes, asking you. If you yes. are happy in sobriety mm. and you're happy in recovery and you've made the program your life, mm. how can you bypass people like that? Absolutely, absolutely. So, uh, Uncle yeah. Louis, how long yes. uh, how long is your sobriety? 50 years. I was 50 years sober on the 26th of July this year. Ooh, and I, if, I, if, my, my recovery date is 26 July 1971. You're hand clapping, hand clapping all the way from me. Um, <laughs> so, you know, I'm also in, in a recovery group, uh, SAA. And uh, and celebrate recovery, and I'm celebrating just over four years uh, since a relapse um, into uh, of my addiction, yeah. which is sexual addiction, yeah. addicted to porn, right? Yeah, mm. so it's from the pornography, and uh, so I can totally. I'm looking forward to. The fifty years. I don't My know how dear, old you'll be. Old. <laughs> I don't know how old I'll be at that stage. Listen, um, gentlemen. I think it's important just before we continue to to tell people because remember, everybody on our program doesn't know what is AA and Al Anon and mm. these words that we're just throwing around like this. So, um, Uncle Louis, please tell us what does AA stand for? Alcoholics Anonymous. Mm. That was uh, exactly. Um, 86 years ago. Alan, uh, AA and I were born in the same year, 1935. Wow. Wow. Two two desperate people in America were sitting around the table not knowing. The medics had given up on them. The clergy had given up on them. And they were sitting around the table and they started talking. And by talking, they had started helping each other. Mm. And so Alcoholics Anonymous was born. And, And then these guys, a few years later, were meeting at this guy's house, and then the people that came around, the ladies, were sitting in the cars waiting for their husbands in the meeting. And these two people, the founder and his wife, decided, why do you, why do you have to let them sit over there? Call them in and start something yourself. Mm-hmm. And then Alanon was born, and Alanon mm-hmm. is for the family and the, uh, the, the spouses of the alcoholics. Mm-hmm. 
They're mm. on exactly the same program. I don't know whether you know the 12 steps. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For yes. sure. Yes, yeah. Well, they just changed the word alcoholic to to uh, alcoholic problem. Mm. They have an alcoholic problem in the house. And this mm. is how they, they support each other. Mm. And, um, and it's also grown worldwide. So, uh, yes. We talk That's about... That's not all we have. We have we have also for the young children. We have Alateen. Mm-hmm. My two my two children were in Alateen in the in the nineteen seventies. It's done. They've given them a good basis of the of the program and the principles of the program. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then there, of course there is another one uh, which I believe is now changing a bit called AAC. Mm. The Al-Anon adult children. Alcoholism in homes. Mm. I know I don't that know one. You people, you people come across that, but I, I, I am very, very serious about what what we alkies do when we drink and what yeah. are we doing to our family. Absolutely. Mm. Now I'm very aware of. Uh, I, I know that one is ACA, but I think the name probably changed because it's changing. Um, it's changing again. I heard last night because. Uh, uh, the, the group that I belong to, I started this group with two other guys in 1975. We're celebrating our 46th existence and we need a speaker. So wow. I believe that there's a change in the AAC as well. Wow, mm. wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, it, but so, it's basically uh, for but chil- it's all, adult children of alcoholics, right? Adult and, children. All no. adult children of, of, of dependency. Right. Adult children. Ah. Not of alcoholics anymore. It's mm-hmm. now changed to exactly. for any kind of problem. It's mm. so true. It is a, yeah, it is the damage that's been done by the by the practicing alcoholic right. or whatever the person's problem right. is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, you know the various, uh, I don't know all the diseases, I'm not a psychiatrist or a psychologist, but we get them and we get the results in all kinds of children. Right, all yes. Of, in yes. all walks of life. Frederick's father was an alcoholic. Um, my father was an alcoholic. Um, so you adult children. Exactly, yeah, we are adult, adult children. children. Yes. So Frederick, yes. um, uh, Frederick struggles with his addiction or the porn the addiction to porn. Right, thankfully he's been recovered from for uh, many years. And I'm I'm an adult child, like I'm a codependent. So I'm part of COSA. Yeah. COSA yeah. means codependence of sex addicts. And mm. so I started off with Al-Anon many years ago in 2016 and that was my entry into the 12 steps and i'm forever thankful yeah. for that and that's why we often talk on this program because it's a very important our program is for um hurts hang-ups and habits and addictions in general yeah. the name of our yeah. program is into me see it's about intimacy because as you know whenever there's an addiction intimacy is a big problem and connection is a problem because yeah. um, most people most addicts have the closest relationship with their um, uh, choice of addiction, (laughs) whether it's alcohol or whether it's drugs or whatever it is. And so often these people or we actually struggle in relationships. Mm. And that's why we started this program to help friends and family members of those struggling with with addictions. And of course, for those struggling with addictions, also to know where they can go for help, where they can get support and to talk about the general principles surrounding addictions. Mm. Suki, thank you very much for that intro. Um, I'd love to hear Uncle Louis' story, but let's do that after the break. So let's just take a short break and then we can hear what Uncle Louis' story is, how we got into AA. Thank you. Oh, thank you very much for staying with us, listeners. Yeah, we are back again with Uncle Louis. Uncle Louis, 
thank you so much for the info and your story. I'd like to know how did you get into AA? Uh, how did you get into a path of restoration? You know, in our program, we talk about reality, restoration, and redemption. I'd love to hear how did you get into your journey. Well, I I, uh, I come from a very religious background. Actually, mm-hmm. my a poor we were poor farm people, and uh, we never had alcohol in the house or anything like that. And um, I grew up normally, but I I had a, a few problems in my in my life, and I I eventually I later on found out that was actually the reason why I became addicted. I was uh, not fitting in anywhere. I was feeling out of place and I was inadequate and I was feeling inferior and I was impulsive. And I always had to make a point of making, an, uh, uh, you know, say something or do something good to make an impression on people to fit in somewhere. I always had a problem with that. Mm. But uh, this carried on and I found a good job and eventually I, I did well at school and so on. But at the age of 23, I um, once I got drunk for the first time. Then I passed out, and they had to carry me into the house. And then I was scared for a short while. But later on, I started again, and I found that it helped if I drank. Mm-hmm. But then, of course, as with what we believe in AA is the uh, what we say the uh, allergy, the allergic, the body being allerg- allergic to alcohol. Mm-hmm. The allergy took over, so, you know, I, I didn't like what I was doing. I never liked what I was getting drunk or something like that. Mm. But I couldn't stop it, you know. I, mm. uh, if I have the first one, I, I've, I've got to carry on. Mm. And it started worrying me tremendously, and I, I did all kinds of things. It's funny, I never stopped praying. And eventually, it was like a friend of mine once said, he says, you know, I eventually prayed under a pseudonym. Say again? I was so so guilty of praying, but I knew I had to pray. Mm, mm. And this carried on. I got married, and I had two children, and at the, uh, at the age of 36, I, I, I did something very stupid one night, one Monday night, and uh, it was after the boss had called me in in the morning and said to me, you know, you come in lunchtime very talkative. Mm, <laughs> mm, 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 and uh, I, I, I said to him, before he could carry on, I closed the door behind me. I said to him, Eric, I'm hooked. Mm. And uh, he said to me, all right, take, take off for the rest of the week and decide what you want to do with your life. And I'd only been with that company for just over two months. Mm-hmm. So I took off on that day. I ran around. I went around all, town, all over the town drinking and drinking and so on. And I made a fool of myself that evening. And the next morning was a Tuesday morning, and I decided to, to go and apologize. And um, the person said to me very nicely, the person knew me quite well. You know, you're such a nice guy. Why don't you do something about your problem? You just down the road here. There's a there's a there's a facility that can give you an injection, and they treat people with problems like that. Why don't you go there? Yes, fifty cents. He used to call fifty cents for a booster in those days. And I took it, and I got halfway there. I needed I needed courage to do it, and I opened up the second bottle, half jack of vodka, mm. and I couldn't get it into my body, and I wanted to pray, and I couldn't pray. And I walked in there and I said, I believe you can help people who are as bad as me. Is it possible? And the lady told me her story, which was exactly what I told you about my personality. Mm. 
And then I clicked. And mm. that was my problem. Mm. It wasn't the alcohol, it was me. I was wrong. Mm. And I believe, and I always tell the people, I believe that that morning God promoted me from a drunk to an alcoholic. Because mm. 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 that's the last time I had a drink. And that's then I joined Alcoholics Anonymous. Mm. Because wow. I found, I found they, 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 they were there. I, went, I booked in for treatment and mm. I found them there and I found somebody who I used to drink with seven years prior. <laughs> yeah. And we were first time, first team drinkers at the, one of the old hotels there. Uh-huh. And I couldn't believe what I saw. Mm. This man was taller when I knew him. He had a clean suit on and he had, was well shaven. Yeah. It wasn't the bum that I knew in the pub. Yeah. And I went to him and I said to him, what did you do? He said, man, I joined these bunch of ex-drunks called Alcoholics Anonymous. Uh, Come and try them. Mm. So, yes, at my first meeting, they told me that you don't join AA to stop drinking, you join AA to start living. Yes. And I believed that, and I took to that. Mm. And uh, and that's how I that's how I carried on. I, 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 I just wanted to live, and uh, I never felt like a drink ever since. Mm. But I felt like living. And mm. uh, I, I remember well, we were there one night, and three of us were talking, and... Um, this one guy said, you, see, you know, I dare not drink. I dare not drink, then I go back to where I was. Mm-hmm. And I thought, just that earlier that week, I got a nice order because I was a salesperson. <clears throat> Sorry. And I said, and I got this nice order, and I, I got it without going to a pub and buying the guy drinks or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I said to him, you know what? I don't need to drink anymore. Yeah. I don't need to drink to sell. And then another friend of mine who was a little bit more cocky than me said to me, I don't want to drink. No. Uh, uh, and uh. that is exactly the development of, of what happened to me. First of mm. all, I didn't. Then I felt I didn't need to. I can, I can survive without a drink. And then I received, like today, I don't want to drink. I, I, I don't know. I, I said in the meeting last night, I think it may sound stupid, but I'm grateful to alcohol. Mm. Look what it gave me. It gave me a fantastic life. And yes, and I, 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 I got involved in AA and I got involved in service and I, I served on all levels in AA. And, um, and I'm available for, for, for talking to people. I've got, like I said, we were talking about people the other day. You were talking about this codependency. Mm. I, I, had a, I had a rep coming calling on me because I was, I'm still running a little business mm. on the QT here from the old age home. And I had this young lady rep coming to me. And the second time I saw her, I knew she had a problem. Yeah. And we got talking. And eventually I found out what the problem was. And I, I gave her the love that I got mm. and, um, and the support and gave her a big book. And, uh, and she, she phoned me yesterday. She said to me, I'm at uh, a certain other day lodge. Why don't you and Tony Dorf come and visit me for a couple of days for nothing? Mm, wow, yeah. And uh, she she put somebody in touch with me from up country. The, uh, Uncle Louie helped me. Why don't you try him? And this little one is on her way to see me as well. Wow. So yes, mm. that's a friend. You see of... the life, the life that the life mm. that I found, the sober life that I found in AA. Mm. It's contagious. It's, yes. Yes, totally, it is totally. Let's face it. And, mm. uh, and, it's uh, something. You know, happy alkies and yeah, it's, it's unbelievable. It's so rewarding. You know, all these, I, uh, all these experiences that you have. Yes, and and you know, I'll tell you what makes me live. 
Mm. Is that? And then the other day, there's a girl traveling with me, but she, I'm not her sponsor. And uh, we put her into service, and she's crying about this and this. And I said, listen, you can't talk to me. I'm not your sponsor. Mm. She said, yes, but you're my father. Ah, mm. yes. Mm. You, know, mm. you know, can you see the different roles that this program gives you? Mm. You can talk as a father, you can talk as a brother, and you can talk as an aide. You can help people in this kind of thing. And, and you can walk with people as a friend, because that's what, yes. we, that's what we talk yes. about in this month. How can we be a friend to those struggle with addictions? And Uncle Louis, um, we need to start wrapping up for this program, but next week we're going to talk more and we're going to continue to talk to you mm. and more specifics, because you were just sharing, it's just such a natural outflow of your life to be a friend and to help those that are struggling. But then we want to hear more specifics. Mm. Uh, Frederick, do you still have a question or a comment you, that you want to make gonna, before we continue? Mm? Yeah, d- you're going to pepper me with questions next week. <laughs> <laughs> that's, we, that's we, we love to be in conversation. And um, so just, what, just something I notice is no questions from me is that before you got into uh, the AA, before you got into uh, and embarked on your journey of recovery and restoration, you had to get to a point where you realize, I want to stop, but I can't. Ah, and, and then you, you, you got to a point where you said, I have a problem. When the boss called you into the office and you closed the door and you said, I'm, I have a problem with alcohol. And uh, this is such a familiar and such a common road that uh, addicts need to take. Get to the point where they say, where they realize, I can't stop my, on, on my own. I need help beyond myself. I need help not only from, from other people, but from God and through Jesus Christ. And then to get to the point where they admit, I really do have a problem and I need help. But on that note, uh, Umlui, thank you so much for sharing your story. It is precious. It's, it's a treasure. And maybe can next I, time can we... Can I just, just mention one more thing? Mm-hmm. That desperate thing, that desperate time that you're referring to, Frederick. I experienced it and that nearly killed me. Mm. I was too too afraid to commit suicide. I had no idea what to do. And I knew I was powerless. I, I always tell my friends, you know, I came into AA in step two. Mm. Believe that a power greater than me could restore me to sanity. Yeah, yeah. When I read that in, in AA, I knew there was hope for me because mm. I knew I was totally powerless. And, mm. uh, and that's the first step. And right? it was it was it was divine intervention that morning when I couldn't take the vodka. Mm. Absolutely, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, it was, so, but let's so talk, let's continue talking. Let's continue okay. talking with Louis, Uncle Louis uh, next week. And uh, me and I can just hear, we can talk and talk and talk and talk. <laughs> and, uh, we can talk many we more got, programs. We're get, getting treasures from, <laughs> from you. Thank you so much. Pearls um, of wisdom. Yeah. So listeners, we just want to wish you a very happy Christmas and New Year. And um, oh, New Year is still a way off, but Christmas as you go into that and like we said, it's not always so happy, right? Sometimes, uh, but we pray that it will be a blessed time and that you will find the help that you need. If you are struggling with addictions or family members or friends, 
listen to the podcasts of last week and the weeks to come and reach out to people from AA or Alonon. Those friends, they, they keep going right throughout the holiday season because they know how important it is for people to being able to reach out. And that's why we're having these, this program now because mm. we know it's a, it's a crucial time for people to be able to reach out in this time. But till, till next week, God bless. Thank you. God bless. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.